The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. CJ Crone, it's seven Wimbledon titles for Djokovic. The Summer League is super, and CJ Crone is an all-star. All on a Jaw versus Jordan, Peyton Watson scoring. Aftermath Monday edition of the program. Let's go, Danny Bailey. Let's get it. What it do, babies? What it do, baby? Yeah. Got a good one. I know. Really. For real. How was your weekend, Danny Bailey? It's pretty good. Very relaxing. Nice. Um, stayed inside in the AC nice. and watched some movies, watched some TV shows, just relaxed. Mm-hmm. Watched a little bit of Summer League. Okay. Some Wimbledon. Uh, a good cheese, a little vino. Sounds like a pretty full oh, weekend. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Uh, we don't know at our house, like, if there's not baseball and soccer and flag football all weekend, we don't really know what to do with ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like we can't relax at home because we have, like, you know, projects. You're like, oh, man, well, I got to get to that. You know, I can do that. Uh, rake down mulch, put some new mulch, got the garage stuff. There's I drained the hot tub over the weekend. Hot tub, popping bubbly, rubbing your spot, wife. <laughs> um so let's that was fun that was cool now the kids are like oh oh i hate you oh i can't get into the hot tub at 6 a.m on a freezing morning oh you're the worst (laughs) so that was happening this morning as like it's cold out it's like it's cold it's not cold it's just not hot yet it's just not hot yet but the high for today according to my research here danny bailey's gonna be the high for the day is gonna be 78 it's 61 right now at home Beautiful. I love that. Oh, I don't know what kind of child abuse you're going to be doing, but like you don't let kids into water. It's and the hot tub's not all the way quite. Um, it's like just right. It's not hot, hot yet. So I, you know, I feel bad for the. But that's it. So well, I'm one of those uh, people that <laughs> as a, as a kid and even now, I just love going in the hot tub while it's snowing out, mm. and then you go jump in the snow and jump back in the hot tub, jump in the snow. You yeah. shock your system, you know, mess up the. The nerve endings a little bit. I will be sending child services over to your house in a few years. Maybe even now. Just like a welfare check. But um, yeah, that's, you know, that's a project. That's like uh, once every, you know, we do that every so often. You got to drain it. You got to, we cleaned it down. JJ was, you know, he's a machine with the Lysol wipes, getting putting that good scrub down. And that's it. So that was, we did that. Um, dang, what else did we do? I think that's about we had a little family function thing you know see some people pretend to care about them and then you go home and that's it i mean like this is as dead of a sports week or weekend as you'll ever have but wimbledon was great Djokovic was spectacular and curios melted down like he we knew he would this guy's a nut job. 
<laughs> this guy, you know, he's got a 10 cent head. He's yelling at his box with his own people. Those are people who came here to support him. They love him. You know, he's yelling at some drunk lady who got kicked out. got her kicked out. She was like, I'm not drunk. I've only had seven mint juleps. Now that's the, the Kentucky Derby. I'm not sure what you have at Wimbledon to drink. Yo, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, you're cool. I'm drunk. That's what she says. She goes, oh, it might have been the heat. Got, might have got to me a little bit. Yeah. If you saw her. Man, Classic she, excuse. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just told him I was trying to have sex with him. What's the big deal here? Ma'am, it's Wimbledon. Save it for the U.S. Open. Um. Yeah, Wimbledon was great. Uh, The 14 seated gal who... I'm not sure who she is. One beat the number two seed uh, in the ladies. And then like, we're watching the men's doubles. It was like five-hour matches. Just like, that's still the same match? We're done draining the hot tub. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Rocky's a little comeback victory against the Diamondbacks to get back to just 10 games under 500. Oh, man, how sad is that? You know? Could be worse. <laughs> oh, wow. The standard. The standard of Rocky's excellence, man. That is sad. Uh, That's too funny, actually. Uh, and then the Nuggets uh, Summer League last night, yesterday. That team stacked. You got Peyton Watson. You got... Christian Brown, Brown, you got that uh, kid from Villan Villanova, Colin Gillespie. That's what I didn't I say that. That's what I yeah, yeah that's exactly. exactly. That's, exactly. that's where yeah. we got through together. You know, so yeah, you know the summer league team's kind of good. They were at now plus money. You could have gotten a plus money to start. I mean, I heard who would bet the summer league? That's stupid. <clears throat> I mean, it is in Las Vegas. I want to go. It looks like such a fun event. There's just so many players there. I want to go. For NBA, all the NBA players are there. Jaw was like, I saw a little bit of the Grizzlies, Timberwolves Westbrook last and night. LeBron are both there. Not together. Yeah, they not hate together, each other. No. Uh, but Jaw Morant was just in it, on his courtside seats just standing the whole time. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They're trying to pump it up. It's a, it's an event now. You know, it's kind of cool. I think I will. We were last year in... California, JJ, just JJ and I, and we went to see the Doyle or something for you know championship ring night. They were going to honor us, and um, so we were there because I caught a couple of Dodgers. But we were like six six hours away is Las Vegas, and it was summer league. So we had like a day or two. I was like, JJ, right now, do you and I just drive straight to Vegas and do this summer league? And he was like, Uh, yeah, like, yeah, Dad. But can we putt-putt first? After he said that, I was kind of like, probably not. Probably just stick around, stay in Los Angeles. In the you know Los Angeles metro area. But, you know, because I was trying to... You know, JJ's like my bro. You know, if he was like 18, I'd be like, here, sip on this. A little hooch. No, I wouldn't be doing that. But, like... <laughs> I'm going to call Child Protective <laughs> Services on you now. How do you think I know him? Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so we were there and like we wanted to check it out, but we didn't. We just stayed. And then I was like, JJ, do we drive to San Francisco, catch the Giants, the A's, swing back here for two Dodgers games, and then 
extend our stay for one more day to catch, to catch it. You winter on vacation, you try to do as many things as possible, but it's just, nah, we didn't. But that was my summer league story of almost going with JJ last year. But like, and then it's like this year, I was like, yeah, we should, you know, totally want to go. Cause like, we can't take all our kids and my wife and I just can't go. Cause we don't know anybody or aren't related to anybody responsible, responsible enough to care for our kids for like four days. Um, Oh, I'll anytime you need me to come. All the grandmas, all the, you know, anytime you need, we'll come. And then they come over for like an hour and they're like, okay, we're leaving now. I'm probably not going to see you guys again for a long time. They get wore out by the kids. You know what I mean? Kids so, are a lot. They have a they lot are, of energy. I don't know what we were thinking, but um, yeah. You know what else was going on at Summer League? Of course I do, but why don't you tell the listeners about it? So I'm sure you've all heard by now or seen on Twitter maybe about Contavious Caldwell Pope mm. and his comments. <laughs> you see this? You hear I about did. This? Loved Ooh. it. So this is, I'm going to read the tweet straight from Mike Singer. Uh, I always trust him for the Nuggets stuff. He's great. KCP. My Singer is? Mike Singer? Yeah. He's the uh, Denver Nuggets beat writer for the Denver Post. Okay, and the Denver Post is a what? A website slash periodical. Right. Do people still call them that? Like an encyclopedia, you mean? No, it's a newspaper. Like a... Old school. Like a medical journal? No, They can only find in a library? More of like a... If Twitter was printed out and more long form... Wait, that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Sorry, keep going. So KCP said when looking back to the 2020 Western Conference Finals, he always said if AD didn't hit that game winner, they would have lost that series to the Denver Nuggets. And that would have been the Nuggets going to a championship in the bubble. Um, And who knows what would have happened against the Heat. But that's... You know, that's high praise from a guy who was a solid contributor on that team with Braun and AD and... They were probably at their best then in the bubble because they didn't have to deal with any of the distractions in the real world. Damn. Someone's calling me right now from Lake George, New York. I mean, it's like so wild you want to answer it, but it's got to be like some kind of something fishy, right? Yeah, I usually don't answer phone numbers that I don't know. But sometimes I do because I want to talk to the robots and just... (laughs) Put them in a blender. Elon's out because of the bots on buying Twitter. Did you hear that debacle? I heard about it, but I thought that I thought they still wanted the sale to happen. So they're going to like take it to court and then they're going to have to disclose how many bots there are in court. This is 500 IQ level uh, Elon Musk type of stuff. He he's going to get this thing for probably 34 billion now after all this. He's still buying. He's just not paying 44. You know what I mean? It's like the house. It's like, yeah, well, they accepted our offer. And then it's like, you have your guy come. Well, we're going to have to mud jack here. You know, if it was never done right. I don't know if these things are up to code here. I got a shingle falling off here. I'm going to need you to come down about 10,000 on that original. And then, you know, you know, if they meet you in the middle, you're happy. That's five more thousand you're saving. These days, you got to run with it. Okay. So... Let's go to break. Come back. I love the Contavious Caldwell Pope stuff. He said, uh, you might have said at the end there, but that's what he thinks of this team, this Nuggets team. Oh, yeah. He thinks this is a special group of guys, and he's a confident guy. I love it. 
Nugget's going to be great this year. Yeah, he said, I'm excited to be able to compete again. <laughs> Which you weren't doing. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah. That is embarrassing. Why didn't they trade Bradley Bill, too? What are they doing there? Well, Bradley Beal is a certified bag chaser, and good for him. He's yeah. doing his job. He's making the most money he can to support him and his family. I mean, him, Dame Lillard, you know, some guys, they're just happy doing the job. Yeah. Okay, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Let's go to break. Come back. Got tons of stuff to get into. Nuggets kind of got me excited a little bit. CJ Crone will tell you about, um, you know, the now Rockies All-Star, Slugger, who's had an incredible season and was really, really good last year, too. Talked about CJ last week before he was, I thought he was kind of maybe going to fall through the, slip through the cracks here and not find his way to an All-Star team, but well-deserved. You mentioned Ja Morant. There's a podcaster. He uh, mentioned some things about Michael Jordan. Then I was like, wait a minute. I've seen his TikToks. He must be drunk. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> But I like John Morant as a player. I do a lot, actually. Uh, let's go to break. Come back. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. You can watch us at milehighsports.com. Back on their side. There's a piece of you that's here with me. It's everywhere I go. It's everything I see. When I sleep, I dream and it gets me by. I can make believe. Somebody once told me the world is gonna throw me. I hate this in the shed. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Who put this together? <laughs> so this is something I saw on Twitter earlier today, and it's just great. It's a, it's a bunch of different characters from Star Wars saying the words. It's all Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, I thought I heard some Muppets in there, but it's no, kind of the same thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Some of, their, some of them are kind of mixed That's kind of cool. But the guy who posted it on Twitter changed his name on Twitter to The Tonight Show made the video, I merely found it. So ah. I guess this is something the Tonight Show did a while back, and it somehow got lost to YouTube, and it was no longer on there. Yeah. So he threw it up on, uh, threw it up on Twitter for everyone to enjoy. Well, you know who needs chicks and sex and all that kind of stuff when you got Fortnite, uh, Smash Mouth worded by Star Wars characters, and um, Gogurts, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Speaking of Star Wars, Danny, fire photons. Yeah, man, I don't know. Who's your favorite captain of all the Star Wars captains? Mine is Kirk. I'm more of a Picard guy. Really? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Picard. <laughs> that is funny. That's too funny. Uh, we had a... Uh... <laughs> A text come in from Alo to maybe get us back on track here since you were talking about Rocky's all-star CJ Crone. Yeah. He said Crone will be a Red Sox or Yankee <laughs> when his contract is up. That might be true, but he's like super old right now. He's in his 30s. He's no spring chicken. I think people think like, man, this young guy, CJ Crone, is that who we traded Arenado for? Nah, CJ Crone played for the Pirates for a long time. He's 32 years old, but if he wants to be a slugger here for two or three more years, I'm good with that. He's maybe one of the 
single best offensive values in baseball, you know, pitchers, there's guys who are making a million bucks who are going to win like 12, 15 games this year. You know, that's that's how it works. And, um, you know, but this kind of offensive production doesn't come around very often unless you're spending a lot of money for it. So, yeah, man, he was with the Angels from 14 to 17, the Rays in 18, the Twins in 19, the Tigers in 20. Um, Yeah. Who played for the Pirates? What what I think of the Pirates? Huh. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Um yeah, but CJ Croneman is uh he he's been great. He's been very very good, man. He's um Let me see here. Last year's numbers I thought were 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 all-star we're all-star numbers themselves. This season, he's got 66 RBI. He is hitting 295. Already has 100 hits. Scored 50 runs. And uh, he's in the 20s for home runs, right? I don't know why he's not here. But um, yeah, last season, Crone hit uh, 281, drove in 92, 132 hits, scored 70 runs, and had like 30 home runs last year. So, yeah, man, he's kind of, you know, he hasn't been a star until, actually, man, he had some good years. He had a couple good seasons in Minnesota in 2019 and Tampa Bay in 2018. He didn't hit for average, though. He drove in a lot of runs. But now, you know, he's whatever it is about the Colorado air, man. They put it all together. These sluggers come here and they kind of put it all together. So, for me... I said this a long time ago, and it blew up in my face. I said that the Rockies as a franchise will never be able to go land a marquee, front-end, front-line, bona fide ace. They won't spend the money to do it, and why would one ever want to come and ruin their career here, okay? So what I said was, you can always hit here. Anybody can hit here, but you go spend the most money on the most expensive bullpen in baseball. This was like six, seven, eight years ago I used to say this. Man, because you can go get bullpen guys, and you have a, a great bullpen that can go like extended a couple extra innings. You got those kind of guys because your starting pitchers can't go six innings and seven innings. They go three and four and five. They're lucky here. So they did that. <laughs> but, you know, with Shaw, and who else did they, you know, was clo- who, the, the relief pitching from two years ago and it was the most expensive bullpen in the history of baseball, Ray? Um, it didn't work. <laughs> it blew up in their face. And I still think that's kind of like a recipe. But I think anybody could hit here. I mean, I'd trot out there like a Marlins lineup. You know, Tampa Bay just puts dudes out there, but their pitching is great. And they, you know, they got a plan. Um, my plan would be, you know, spend no money on my offense, spend uh, a lot of money on my bullpen and try to go, you know, take a chance on a cinder guard, go trade for, um, you know, um, a real frontline pitcher. Try to change the culture of the you know, the style and the mindset of the pitching around here. And that's, I think, would be a formula to baseball that would, you know, be have a chance to kind of compete. I mean, what, when they went to October was a bunch of young stud pitching Chassin and uh, Ubaldo. Uh, those guys were just didn't really know any better. Were just young and talented, and we rode a good offense. Timely hitting, man. Um, 
that's kind of hard to do too because you can't count on young pitching to go make a playoff run. That's not realistic, and that's why they fell short in the end. But uh, yeah, that'd be my kind of thought if I'm running the Rockies. Expensive bullpen, uh, just get it right. Um, I would be trading. I would consider trading CJ Crone once, like the going because he's making nothing. He's making nothing, and you can really get a great return for him. You get a great return for for CJ Crone, and then like the next guy can come in here. You know, maybe McMahon will figure it out, and one of these guys will just. It, it's not the offense that hold, really holds this team back. And you're thinking, oh, the pitching's been kind of good. This not really. That's not real pitching. That's like hang on to for the you know for dear life type of pitching. That's scraping by, and that will fade. That will fade down the stretch here of this season. And the Rockies wound up finishing, you know, again, they only finished like 10 games under 500 last year. Again, so what we said, like, all right, go chase, go get, you know, 14 and 6, 8, 10 games over 500. You, you guys do that every year, that fast start. Then you just play the 500 ball the rest of the way and you finish the season somehow six, seven, eight games over 500. Well, they kind of do the opposite. You know, they fast start, incredible swoon where they just collapse. Now they're 10 games under 500. Now they'll fight and scrap towards 500 baseball the rest of the way, but it'll be too little too late. You know, they say all the time, and Eric Goodman acts like he made this up. There's like uh, 100 games in the season that, it will be, you know, 50 will go one way, 50 will go the other. It's kind of what happens with those last 60 games that'll make you or break you as, as a team. And that's it. I mean, Bud Black's a really good manager. They got some okay talent, but against this division, against the Doyers, Against the Giants, against the, uh, I mean, they're they're the the Diamondbacks and the Rockies really can't compete against the Padres. Even if, oh man, they've been playing these guys tough. Yeah, it's tables kind of turn. They've been playing these guys tough. Nah, you can't really compete. So what's got to change? Like the philosophy, because if like the money's not going to change, and like the way the they do business, you know, they're not going to open up. They're not going to get any deeper pockets. So how you how are you going to put this thing together would be I would have never signed Chris Bryant. Huge mistake. If Chris Bryant's 200 million is invested into 200 million of pitching, maybe this team next year's a 500 ball club. As we're trying to get lucky and find a pitcher in the draft one time ever in the history of this franchise. So Man, I don't know. You know, uh, the Moffats like run it back. They go get like uh, O'Dowd like guy and the next guy and try to keep it. Well, this guy you know, did okay job. Let's get him. You know, his here's his predecessor. Here's his, he was mentoring this guy. Let's, let's give this guy the job. I need just you know new train of thought mindset. I, I, it's got to be the. I don't know why they haven't adopted like the money ball way of doing business because the A's spend as little money as anybody in professional sports and are always competitive. And even when they're down and have fire sales, they'll go out and give you everything because they got young, talented guys. I, 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 I wish we had that. Because, you know, a bunch of playoff appearances, yeah, the A's haven't won anything since McGuire and Conseco or, you know, the Bash Bros and Ricky Henderson, all that kind of stuff. But, man, you don't look at the A's like losers. I mean, their fans are. But that's because of their owners. And that's because of their poop stadium and all that kind of stuff so i don't know how we got to talking about rockies here for a whole segment i'm sorry i'm gonna apologize for it okay and hope that again i apologize i hope we could just move forward and be better for it i won't do it again okay so 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line got some russell wilson stuff sierra dropped that new one jump 
I don't know, Sierra. I'm like not buying it. You know what I mean? I'm just not buying it. She's like got all these different outfits. She like keeps chained, jumping into like 50 different outfits and looks throughout the video. And she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But I need, I don't know. I don't like the booty shorts and stuff like that now at this point. I think it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Can Beyonce still pull that kind of stuff? She's a goddess-like figure in the industry. But, like, I don't want to see sleazy Lady Gaga and Katy Perry anymore when Katy Perry has more kids than I do. It's about the next one. Danny just looked at me like, what are you talking about? Zach Wilson's my hero. Is he? Not my hero. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I definitely have more respect for him now. Oh, uh, we'll tell you why on the other side. It's my sport. Just understand me, player. Left side, right side. We go set this thing off right. East side, west side. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry. Print north side, south side. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams, weekday mornings at 9. I'm so sorry. This is terrible. It's just like, who's advising her? Mr. Unlimited? She, does, she said what to do, though. It's kind of cool. I love I love your perspective on life. What it do, baby? <laughs> yeah. uh, you're a silver lining guy. I appreciate that about you. We need that around here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she's trying to do here. What is it? I mean, she's got a little, a little extra spotlight right now. She's just trying to get a couple extra racks. That's what it is. Um. Yeah. But there's only one problem with Sierra's music career. You know what this one is? Let's do it. Ready? She's not, She's not any good. good. I mean, I think back in the day, like 20 years ago. She had some big hits. That was 20 years ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. She can't be doing that. Looking like shaking it and all that like that now. That's like my wife's. That's my quarterback's wife. It would be one thing if her kids were like way younger, but they're they're conscious i don't they want can, like see it i don't want anyone looking at my quarterback's wife like that or my wife like really that. i don't know i feel like you kind of do want your quarterback's <sighs> wife to be a object of affection admiration yeah like in Not a an object princess kate fashion okay <laughs> classy she is classy but this video ain't classy that's as they would say on the street Ranch. Little ratchet, maybe. Ratchet. That's what I was looking for. Dang. You're good, you. All right. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Lots to talk about. Uh, Peyton Watson. Let's talk about him yesterday. Summer League. Okay. So for one, in a little post-game presser, he said that these Nuggets believe I have a chance to be a 
first team all NBA defensive a caliber of player. Okay. And I was like, damn, I told you that. I was like, who said that? Who like who particularly said that? You know what I mean? Uh, and I love that kind of mentality. For one, the guys, what was like 19-7 and whatever the stat line was last night. Um, he was great. Showed some moves, some uh, toughness. Yeah, he had 19 points, seven rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block. And I love that he is the guy that everyone's like, well, again, we said it on this show. We rather him be nothing. We rather him be a pick next year in the first round. We rather he not even exist. You know what I mean? Then be on this team with the pick they used. And that's coming from us. So if he turns out to be some kind of player, um, even if it's in a, a developmental situation, but he will end up being a player, I am cool with that. Because for one, I think they would have traded the pick if they didn't like the player. And two, this team is talented. And, you know, it's not like making the Broncos of last year, which if you got a little bit of talent, they'll find a roster spot for you. This team is talented and deep. So if he needs a little time to maturate, cook a little bit. That's okay because he looked the part last night. There's a lot of guys trying to prove themselves. There's a lot of guys playing really hard. There's a lot of guys' livelihoods on the, like, careers on the line in these summer league games. You'll never see or hear from some of these guys ever again. But also, there are stars out there too. There are some stars out there. So um, I think it's important to win these games, as crazy as that sounds. And I think it's important for him and Christian Brown to <laughs> to show up and deliver, and they did. Uh, Peyton, Peyton Watson looked like a player. His, I like the way his size, his body, all that kind of stuff. He's He was impressive. He's been impressive to me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we'll see when he plays NBA players and not just players who not are just a fat kid in a bunch of summer league. I mean, it's like you said, this can this can help make your career, but also if you perform really well in summer league and then you go to the NBA and you're not really doing much, it doesn't help your help your case at all. I think, yeah, like you said, developmental player, if he spends a year in the G League maybe, or half and half, half G League, half with the Nuggets, then that'll be great for him. You know, if he doesn't play, it might be a good thing for the Nuggets. Yeah. Because that means the Nuggets are deep and talented and just don't have any minutes for him. You know what I mean? If he's playing, it's because maybe something went wrong, injuries, were, you know, whatever, whatever. Or we see a situation like with uh, Davon Reed where they need a little boost on defense. They give a guy a shot, and if he makes the most of it, great for well, him and great for the Nuggets. Look at Bones Island. You know, uh, uh, Michael Malone doesn't utilize rookies, hardly ever plays them. By the end of the season, Bones Highland was a heavy rotational guy and a guy they leaned on for buckets and, you know, put out there for sometimes big situations. So, um, yeah, you know, it's you never know where a player is going to come from. And that's it. So the summer league is kind of cool. I'm kind of digging it. I wish I was there. I want to go be there. We should go. Um, yeah, I've talked to Anilo about it. We should definitely try to get something. When is it going to? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak on everyone being here next year. You know what I mean? Between you, me, and Nilo, and like Cody, like I'm not. It's well. What did uh, what did Kyle Shanahan say? I don't know if we'll be, you know, we'll all be alive on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, like Cody, it's like I I don't even know how to talk. Do I talk to him anymore? Are we, are we friends or is he? You know, if he thinks that the you know words on the computer screen are better than coming on 
one I'm, of the best shows I'm in Denver radio. I'm seeing the dates as Thursday, July 7th to Sunday, July 17th for mm-hmm. NBA Summer League. July 17th. So that's uh, that's next Sunday, which we don't even know if we'll be alive. July 17th. When do the Nuggets play specifically? Let me take a peek here at the Nuggets Summer League schedule, make sure I can get there in time. Um. Okay. Oh, that's their regular season uh, summer. How many games do they play in the summer league? Do we know that's that? That's a very good question. I'm not really <laughs> sure. I'm trying. I'm looking right now. I think they probably play tomorrow night. There's only two games left for the Nuggets. Oh, they don't play tomorrow night. Damn, they play Wednesday at 8 against the Clippers and Friday at 4 o'clock. Could I get to Las Vegas by Friday at 4 o'clock? Absolutely. That's a quick flight, right? Well, I mean, in a normal world, anyone like adult with actual freedom or a babysitter or anything like that can do things like that. Regular people can. But mm, my wife and I don't. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Damn, that'd be sweet to go win. Show up on Wednesday. Stay Wednesday night. Thursday night. And then Friday. Well, I guess there's, nights, isn't there, there's summer league like playoffs. Because isn't there a summer uh, league champion? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if they just crown it based on the oh, best record okay. or not. Okay. I think is there a bracket for the? I'm not sure. How do? I guess we'll never, never know. know. Someone can help us figure that out. I bet. Get that singer guy on there. Remember? You mentioned him. <laughs> Who writes for the journal? You said the medical journal. Uh, let's yeah, the Anschutz uh, <laughs> Weekly. Brought to you by UC Health. Okay, here we go. The 8th on Friday, they play the Timberwolves. That happened, right? Yes. They play the Sunday, the 10th of July against that Cleveland. That yeah. happened. Uh, yeah, Wednesday and then Friday. Dang. Let's see here. Um, oh, there's games at the Cox Pavilion and at Thomas and Mack Center. So you got to, you know, I hate to go all the way there and go to the wrong arena. Um, damn, Bones Highland and Zeke Naji. Well, not last summer's roster. You know, that's kind of, that means you might get some, you know, who knows if Christian Brown and Peyton Watson are going to be real players or not. Damn, I'd love to be there on Friday at four o'clock. In Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm seeing that game. Saturdays and Sundays games based on the NBA.com official league website. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, all the games are TBD. So those Ooh. are probably like, those are probably quote unquote playoff games for Summer League. Cool. Okay. Playoffs? <laughs> sudden death. Oh, they have sudden death rules that are different too for overtime. Did you know that? Have you seen that? What is it, like an Elam ending? Um, let's see here. The NBA has had the same overtime system forever, right? Five-minute period that repeats itself. Win by two? Yeah. Um, well, the, this other system they're experimenting with a little bit um, has been implemented for the Summer League. It's uh, the, the game is played under the usual rules for the first 48 minutes, but if the team gets to the end of the fourth quarter with the same scores... Uh, they enter a two-minute period to break the tie. Once these couple minutes are gone, the NBA sudden the summer league goes into sudden death mode. Uh, as whoever scores first wins the game. 
Oh, next shot wins? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I thought you were supposed to finish your experimenting phase in college. Dang, I know it. That's why you know they used to, um, you know, b- b- bisexual. Back in college, Danny Bailey was a trisexual. He'd try anything. But, uh, yeah, so I'm seeing here you get two minutes, right, to break the tie. And it's just first bucket? Once the couple minutes are gone, next bucket wins. Oh, okay. Oh. So if it's still tied after two minutes, then next you go bucket next wins. bucket wins. Wow. That's wild. I like that. I do too. It's exciting. Should the NBA go to that? No. No. <laughs> that think about that. That'd be the cause for some fights. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's like a field goal walking off on a field goal or something, isn't it? Yeah. Different. Yeah, there's time on the clock. What would happen in a real NBA game if it was ended like that? Two minutes, we're still tied. All right, next bucket wins. Do they jump ball? You got to jump ball, right? I think you got to, yeah. Yeah, it's a jump ball. And then next bucket, when you just go down and quick three, it's over? Damn. It's tough. Both teams should be able to possess the ball at least one time. That's the NFL. The overtime. Crab rapey stuff. Yeah, okay. Interesting, right? But they don't want these games to go on forever either. You know, they want these guys to get the work in and then kind of get it over with. So, okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. Catch up on some text. If you want to call in, you can do that. Man, I don't know. The Russell Wilson, uh, you know, European tour stuff. It's not, it's bothering me because I'm seeing so much of it. It's not bothering me because he needs to be at home grinding here and at Dove Valley or something like that. Just seeing a lot of it. Too much of Sierra I saw in that video. You know? I didn't watch the video. Oh, me neither. I mean, like, I heard. No, I saw some clips that Sierra posted, Uh but I didn't watch the whole video. Booty was clapping or? What was that? Twerk? It was hanging out a little bit. You should search Twitch videos, uh, twerking videos on the work computer here, see what comes up. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Like Reno used to. Oh, oh, oh. I've said too much. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, uh, not here. Danny Bailey in for Jake forever. It's my life sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Okay, 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us, 9.51 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. You can watch us, milehighsports.com. Podcasted versions, uh, radio on demand tab. Okay, we'll get you that later on. If you can't listen now or if you just listen to a little bit, you can get the full thing later, the real deal. Um, Okay, Danny Bailey, what were we talking about? Sports, right? Yeah, we were t- we did had a nice little summer league segment. Okay, okay, solid. You you hit us with this good Rockies segment as well. That's, out of the blue, that's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. 
But there's some big news in the Broncos world as well. Well, why don't you tell the listeners about it? Why don't you tell them? You're the one decked out in all your orange and blue today. Ah, uh, shucks. This old stuff here? Yeah, no big deal. fly. I was seeing Caden Stearns, though, on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Indeed. I like that guy. I like that guy, too. And that's a big get for himself as a player to go on that, you know, big-time show that's turned into a very popular show. Caden Stearns is a good player, man. He was, um, He's like an impact kind of playmaking dude. I think they got to find in him... And it's a guy we don't really talk about very often, right? Well, I uh, am a defense guy. I like de- like defense a lot. Yeah. Champ Bailey was one of my first football players who personally I followed like like I, a messiah, I guess you could say. I get the NFL. Um, but, I, yeah, I love defensive players, love the defensive side of the football. Uh, I liked Caden Stearns a lot when they drafted him coming out of Texas. And I think that he's – got a really high ceiling and he's played well when he's been in and he hasn't had to play a lot because the Broncos have pretty good safeties but I think this year he might see a little more opportunity and he's probably gonna continue to impress okay uh yeah Caden Stearns is a good player uh everyone's been talking about Justin Simmons I don't know what's changed in two or three years he's kind of been the same kind of really high level of um you know sometimes you got to Turn that ball over, have a lot of interceptions for you to flash and people to kind of acknowledge you and think at least you're the best safety in the league. But Justin Simmons, man, is one of the best safeties in the league. Is he the best? I don't know, but I probably wouldn't trade him for any other safety in the league. You know, right? Correct. I wouldn't trade him for Minka Fitzpatrick or, you know, any of these other guys who are, like I said, not necessarily flash in the pans, but Justin Simmons now is like... Uh, embarking on ring of fame territory you know he's part uh he's starting to knock on the door of you know um great broncos defensive players of this kind of generation and it's deserved he's a class act i think he's uh one of our like greatest statesman players in terms of respect in terms of, um, well, you know, when guys or media guys flood into that locker room, who's some of the first guys or the first guy everyone wants to go up to for kind of a state of the team? I mean, beautifully spoken, swell guy. Justin Simmons is, is really good. That You know, our, our secondary, I think, is really, really good. Really good. And if you, you know, if, if they can remain, you know, healthy, um, if Ronald Darby, if Ronald Darby can play a full season, the safety, the secondary is going to be great. And oh, yeah. for anything we might lack with not having a Von Miller type of player, even though we got a Randy Gregory type of player, it's kind of the difference you know, that what made this defense one of the great defenses of all time was the combination of. You know, they call it the no-fly zone. Well, that, you know, does that include Von Miller? Yeah, you know, yeah, but because Von Miller, Malik Jackson, you know, Derek Wolf, those guys were... Yeah. But Malik, Malik Jackson and Derek Wolf, those were... You know, they're seemingly kind of just guys. But they became great players alongside Von Miller. So the same thing has to happen with 
Randy Gregory. He has to be great. He has to be such an impact guy where he's going to command double teams and just wreck guys. He can't be just another guy. He can't come in here and be just another guy who's, oh, yeah, man, well, you know, it's he has to be the guy. And that's a big question mark this team has going into this season. A big-time question mark. But, again, he's young, and he's talented, and he's even younger than the 28 or 27 years old on the birth certificate because of, um, you know, he's hasn't played full seasons over the start of his career with the issues he had and with a couple of injuries. But his stuff in injuries like the guns and the chronic and all that kind of stuff, he's had different kind of, you know, his situation's been slightly different than thuggish, ruggish kind of stuff. Than going on TikTok with your guns and threatening dudes. Ugh. Right? <laughs> Silly behavior. <laughs> so, yeah. Just my thoughts on the Caden Stearns, uh, the Justin Simmons stuff of late. And then I heard a couple of people talking about Randy Gregory, how he's such a giant question mark when it comes to what he's going to bring and what he's going to be on this team. I kind of agree with that kind of stuff, but also... I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna believe in George Payton. I'm gonna believe in George Payton here, who's almost at every. You know, there's not. It's never gonna be perfect, especially when you're dealing with such a full roster turnover. In the NBA, you got five guys who really start, so you're two or three superstars, and you know everyone else has kind of got to fit in. And that's the job. An NFL general manager, man, it's really, really tough because hey, um, George Payton's got a great eye on the offensive side and a track record, but say the defensive side hasn't been as as good that's I'm not saying that's true at all I mean Patrick Sertan would tell you that but it ain't easy being cheesy that's what I'll say let's go to break 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line the two Dannys one hour in the books come back this is uh turn that up a little bit let me get the mm-hmm. yeah that's 21 pilots that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I used to totally hate my stepdad to them. Uh, it's my life sports. <laughs> 